This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. Welcome back to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. Here's the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. What is up, my man? What's up, Jonathan? Great to be back with you for another hot episode. This is going to be a lot of fun and informative. Look, man, everybody knows about testing, A-B split testing, but I'll tell you the truth, Jonathan, very few people actually do it. Yeah. Uh, I've worked with a lot of business owners who you would think are like testing machines, uh, and you, they're not. <laughs> I can tell you some people who test, you know, it's just night and day when you actually start testing and see the results and start making tweaks and, uh, it just changes everything. Metrics, Jonathan, right? It always comes down to metrics. And so today, Allison Carpio is here and she is a, uh, AB split testing specialist and she's going to teach us, uh, you know, all the ways that A-B testing works, how to do it real simply, and how it can move the needle on uh, anything from an entire campaign to a simple landing page. So, Allison, thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin. It's great. It's great to have you. And first of all, I want to say, how cool is it that you're you're in Spain right now? Is that right? I am in Barcelona. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. And so, you're 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 kind of new in your freelance career, but you've already turned it into a way to travel the world. You're out there with your your boyfriend. I am. Yes, uh, I'm at this co-working space. And the funniest part is, you know, in Spain, everyone's so laid back. And I, at this co-working space, I did a trial day where you start for free. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that trial day, I was ready to pay. And I said, hey, I'd love to sign up. And the lady says, oh, you could just pay me tomorrow. So the next day I go to pay and she says, oh, I'm going to lunch. Just pay me when I get back from lunch. And I just <laughs> wanted to say, let me pay you. You well earned it. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, just bring me a, just bring me some lunch. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll call it even. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so the cultures there, you know, real, you, you live in San Francisco, which is a pretty bustling city. So it must be uh, nice to relax, huh? Yes, very nice. Very laid back, very warm. It's nice and hot out here. I love it. Cool. Well, good for you. Uh, you have a lot of courage and a lot of talent. So are we allowed to say uh, you know, where you do this testing? Yeah, I do it at Kissmetrics. We do A-B split testing software analytics. Uh, despite what you might think, it is not an analytics company that gives dating statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a misconception. Do they get a lot of we- get a little weird emails over there? <laughs> yeah, I won't get into it, but we do. <laughs> All right, cool. So give us a, give us, you know, talk about, you said there's two ways to get more sales to your website and they're what? Okay. So the first one is to add more traffic to your site, right? So that's spending more on your ad campaigns, doing the SEO thing. Um, and then the second one is to make the most out of the existing traffic you already have. So that is what slick testing is about. It's taking the traffic you have already and converting more of them into sales. 
Yeah, that's, you know, it just seems like the simplest thing in the world. But for some reason, and maybe this goes to the fact that entrepreneurs often have shiny tactric syndrome, right? But most people would rather chase some new shiny way to get more leads rather than make the most out of the leads they have, right? Uh, And it's funny, John and I did a show last week on, you know, podcasting being a guest on podcast. And I was talking about how it's the number one driver of leads to my business. And, uh, you know, the more testing I can do to find out what's effective for those leads, the better off I am because it's free traffic. Can't beat that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know some businesses who spend thousands, hundreds of thousands on traffic and increasing that, but you know, a better way and more efficient way is to get more uh, sales from your existing traffic. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about an example of, of how that, if somebody's never heard of this whole crazy A-B testing thing, explain, you know, simply what it is and let's talk about an example of what it would look like. All right. So A-B testing is taking, say, your homepage headline. And what you do is you uh, do some research, you talk to your customers and you say, hey, I think I could write a better headline because of this. So you come up with a, what's called a hypothesis, which is what you're actually testing. And then you split your traffic in half. Let's say 50% of people go to your existing home. They see your existing homepage headline. And then 50% see the variant that you wrote. And then after that, you analyze the results and you say, okay, either this new headline crushed it and it brought 50% more sales or it didn't move the needle at all. And that's all it really is. Yeah. And you could test all kinds of different things on the page, right? So usually we start with the headline because that holds the most weight, usually has the most effect, but could be anything like a video splash page. You know, the first thing they see on the video to see if they're, uh, you know, clicking on the video, getting some plays could be, uh, there's a lot of testing around order buttons, buy now buttons, calls to action, you know, uh, guarantee graphics. What are some of the other things that you guys test over there that make a difference? So what we've seen make the most difference, and perhaps I am biased because I'm a copywriter myself, so you see where this is going. But the copy, uh, whenever we rewrite the copy, we always see the biggest, uh, the biggest lift. And whenever we test the design, it's usually just to make sure that a new design doesn't break anything. So we'll test the copy first and then design second. The only time we don't do that is when, say, like we're doing a, like like you said, a button change. But usually um, it's the copy that's on the button that really makes a huge difference, even by one or two words. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it really is. That's that's a good. And what kind of traffic volume do you need to get a decent test? Well, it all depends. But what we normally say is at least 2000 people in your experiment. So that's the one thing I want to say is that A-B testing isn't on your website, at least isn't really great for people with low amounts of traffic, especially if you get, say, 2000 a month, you can only run one test a month. And that's going to take a long time to get good results. Mm-hmm. But you could also do some uh, Facebook advertising testing, right? So if you have some messages that you want to test, you could run a, an easy Facebook ad and uh, get some traffic that way and easily see find some conclusions and significance. 
Now, let's talk about that for a second, because people, I know what they're thinking, they could say, okay, I get that I could test different copy on the ad, but how do, what if I don't have a product ready yet? What do I put on the landing page once they click over? It all depends what you are testing for. <laughs> So if you don't have a product, um, of course, you're not going to be testing for um, sales and you won't have a product page to point to. But if you have a lead magnet, right, yeah. then that is something that you could test. Um, and then you would track opt-ins for that lead magnet. And another thing um, I want to mention just briefly is uh, once you have those results, just make sure that you have significance because if you don't have 99% significance, it might be a little misleading uh, what the analytics are telling you because you might think, okay, this one is 10% better, but it might not be significant, meaning down the road um, in the long term, it's not going to give you that much results. Okay, so what's... What's the criteria for significance? Okay, so we're about to get really nerdy. All right, so let's we'll say- take a, We'll take a nerd break and then we'll go back to some, <laughs> some stuff I can understand. <laughs> okay, so 99% significance is the, let's say that that's the best case scenario. Mm -hmm. So if you have 99% significance, basically what you have is 99 people telling you, yes, launch that variant. And one person saying, no, don't do it. Mm -hmm. But 99 people versus one, isn't so bad, right? If you have 95% what's that? I said that's pretty clear, yeah. Yeah, if you have 95% significance, 95 versus 99 seems pretty close, right? But if it's 95%, you have only 20 people telling you, yes, launch that test, and one person telling you no. Mm -hmm. So it's really misleading in that aspect, and um, that's why I recommend uh, having at least 2,000 or so people in your experience because the closer you'll be able to get to that 99%. Now, what if it's uh, something is like 54 compared to 40, you know, 6%? Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> so you just I go, would, nothing I would just, doesn't even yeah, matter. I, would, I could run either of I, these. Yeah, I would not launch it. Um, and the reason why is because especially if you took a lot of resources to, let's say it was a sales page and you rewrote that sales page, it took mm -hmm. you a lot of resources to rewrite that. And that's not really worth it, is it? No, that's not a lift. Okay. Um, all right. Because, you know, I've heard like, so a cool thing you can do just as a side note, because you talked about Facebook ad testing, you know, even if you have a lead magnet idea, right, you can... Test. I know a lot of people do this, Allison. You probably heard of this. People will test their book title, yeah. Uh, you know, with a Facebook ad, just to see, you know, which title is getting more clicks over to the landing page, and then you could literally just have a coming soon page that they click over to. Uh, obviously, you're you're, you're kind of you might be wasting a little bit of traffic, or you could say coming soon, join the wait list to be the first to hear about this book, right? So at least you're capturing email. But uh, it's a great way, it's a pretty cheap and very quick way to find out with significance which title for even, even a lead magnet, sometimes it's worth doing these kind of split tests to find out which title's resonating most. Exactly, and you were saying that you could have a sign-up list, right? So you could look at the clicks, that'll be great, but you'll really wanna look at the opt-ins on that page mm -hmm. and, and compare those and see which one performed better. Yeah, because I mean, any point of friction, 
obviously weighs very heavily on, on the results. Right. Yes, so, you exactly. know, giving an email for somebody is a point of friction where they'd rather not do it unless they're really compelled to do it. And then they might actually be excited to get on the list. That's the best thing. Too bad there can't be a gauge. <laughs> be like, <laughs> enter your email and uh, would you consider yourself very excited <laughs> about giving us your email? Vaguely interested or nervous? <laughs> or is this a fake email and you don't really care? <laughs> yeah. This is hot mail, is it? This is hot mail. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, good. So I'm all over the place with this, but there's, there's so much to talk about it. It's really fascinating to me. And again, I, I, you know, Allison, what I want people to come away with is go, oh, I can do it. it it's, it's something I have to do. And uh, it, it's not very difficult. So if I'm sitting there, I'm listening, I'm going, they're right. I got to start testing. It's going to make all the difference in my business. I've been wasting leads by not optimizing my my pages. What's like the simplest step they can do to get started with an A-B test? All right. So I know a lot of us here do the Ask Method and, you know, copywriters do a ton of research. And that's actually the very first step in copywriting. So I'm really glad I don't have to go over that part. <laughs> so that is awesome. So once you have all your research, you probably have a good idea of who it is that you're targeting and what kind of copy that you're going to write. So what I would do is I would take my landing page. And if you want it to be the fastest test possible, only do the headline, change nothing else. And when I say nothing else, I mean the rest of the copy, the whole body of the page, and even the call to action. Because you want to isolate what worked and what didn't at this point, especially if it's your first test. So take the headline um, and come up with a hypothesis. Um, the hypothesis is important because if your test fails, you won't really know why. And if it outperforms, you don't really know why. <laughs> and what most marketers think is, oh, well, this is performed better because I'm better at writing. But that's not always the case, right? It, it doesn't, it's not always about what words you're exactly using. So a great hypothesis has three things. The first thing it has, what it is that you're testing, why you're testing it, and the why kind of covers the research part, and what lift you're expecting to get. So an example of a very good hypothesis is by focusing our headline on how it only takes 20 minutes a day to see results, we be we will expect to see a 20% increase in sales because our ideal audience has told us they don't have time to work out. Mm -hmm. So that way, if it's any less than 20%, if it's like 10%, um, you know exactly why your test failed and you know not to focus on the time aspect of it. Interesting. Okay, so just to be clear, we're talking about something in the fitness space and uh, and again, we know lots of reasons. And, we're, and if you're doing your correct research, uh, and mostly, you know, hearing directly from the people who are in the pain you're looking to solve for them, uh, and finding out something like they just don't have time to work out, a hypothesis would be we're changing the headline to focus on the time aspect how quickly you can do these workouts because we know you don't have time and we're expecting that to raise conversions by at least 20%. Exactly. That's perfect. 
Okay, great. Talk about a test you've done over there at Kissmetrics. I know they they carry you around on a pedestal over there because you uh, <laughs> uh, you teach this stuff for them. You've done webinars on this and everything. So let's let's hear a case study. Yeah. So we have a product page, and uh, it was a very simple headline test, actually. So the control, which was written by someone long ago was actually, I'm not even going to tell you what the control is. I'm going to tell you two headlines Uh-oh. and you tell me which one you think won. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. I, <laughs> we, everybody fails these, but I'll try. Here we go. I think, I think it'll be fine. I show this to an, a group of entrepreneurs. They got it wrong, but I have faith in you, Kevin. All right. <laughs> so the first one is uh, better decisions, smarter interactions. The second one is see how each visitor behaves so you can make better decisions that drive growth. Oh, it's got to be the which second one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's so specific and it it when you said the words I could see the action. Yes. Exactly. And I found that's because I had interviewed customers and I had looked at all of the reviews that people were saying about us, all the happy customers were saying. So from there I formed a hypothesis that, you know, people love seeing visitor behavior and they want to uh, be able to drive growth. So by changing that, we'll expect to see a, I, I put like 30% lifting conversions, but we saw 500 lifting conversions. Oh, um, pretty amazing. Um, it means two things. One that yes, the headline was good, but also that the control was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's a 500% mm-hmm. lift. Yeah. And that kills you when you go, Oh God, <laughs> how, how how long was I how much you know, opportunity did I miss there and my god how many things do I need to test right now that are <laughs> that are out there untested or really old and look you know <laughs> you, you just got to be proud of yourself that you're doing some testing making improvements and focusing on the positive but it, it, it does get addicting and it does make you want to immediately just start testing everything you put out uh yeah, which is not exactly. always an option like- but it's making the improvement, right? That that's the important part is yeah. that you're you're incrementally making that improvement. You may not see a five hundred percent lift ever. I don't know. Who knows? But you're getting better each time. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, cool, Allison. Well, this is great. Uh, we're coming towards the end here, um, and man, I really appreciate you sharing all this. First of all, I want to make sure where everybody knows where they can get into your world and learn more from you. Yeah, at allisoncarpio.com. AllisonCarpio.com. That's two L's at Allison, C-A-R-P-I-O.com. You've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. Uh, you're one of my favorite copywriters to champion and recommend because, uh, like I said, you've only been freelancing a little while and you know, you, you, I, I, the clients I've recommended to you have been blown away. So Thank thanks you. for all your great work. Thanks for sharing all this great knowledge about A-B testing and let's do it again soon. Thanks so much, Kevin. Cool. All right, Jonathan, take us out of here, buddy. So what do you have coming up for us next time, Kevin? Uh, next time, I'll tell you right now, is, uh, oh, this is great. We, t- we mentioned ask in this episode. You know, I've talked a lot about uh, Ryan Levesque's ask method before. Uh, my buddy, Nate Dye, is going to come on and talk about a thing we call lean ask, which is a bit of a trade secret. We're not going to reveal all of this, Jonathan, because it's something I'll tell you right now. We have solved the biggest problem anybody has with using the ask method. So we're going to tell you more about it and uh, show you how you can 
use quizzes and surveys much more quickly and powerfully than you're probably used to. Wow. Looking forward to that. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, Chiefs, for tuning in. And we'll be back in your earbuds next time. You've been listening to Copy Chief Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're digging what we are laying down for you, then your next step is to go over to iTunes, type in Copy Chief Radio into the search bar, and when you find a show, subscribe. We will be back in your earbuds next week. This is the podcastfactory.com.